Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gonstead Chiropractic and Wellness Podcast. This is our part two of our series on when kids get sick. I'm Dr. Tyler Hackbart. I'm Dr. Daryl Hackbart. And so this week, we are excited to kind of dive in a little bit deeper. Last week, we touched on some philosophy type stuff and, you know, why um, do the natural route as far as taking care of sick kids. Um, Today, we're going to get a little more in detail with maybe some specific cases and how we go about that as um, parents ourselves and chiropractors taking care of our kids. And uh, first, I just wanted to start off by, you know, retouching on some of the philosophy real briefly, uh, but why we decide to take care of our kids from a natural standpoint is we just firmly believe, and it's actually being shown more and more through the research now, is it's more beneficial for the immune system to do things naturally and allow the body to build that muscle, as a, so to speak, um, in the immune system. In being exposed to things and fighting it off on its own, it's going to do a much better job in the future, um, being healthy and fighting off infection and all kinds of different things. Yeah, and and we see that all the time. We've seen that growing. Raising our kids is is um, you, you can kind of look at it as a muscle. You got to develop it. The immune system has to be developed. So you have to get sick to develop it. If a kid never gets sick, they don't develop an immune system. Right. And just for an example here, you know, there's a article. This was done um, by an MD, Dr. Diamond. Um, he was looking at antibiotic use. Um, and how it would affect viral disease. And so this article stated that the viral infections were more likely to be deadly if the infected has been treated in advance with antibiotics. And antibiotics wipe out the gut microbiome, and this weakens the microbiome and impairs your immune system. So that's part of it is just trying to, one, just avoid the side effects that come with different types of drugs, especially antibiotics. And let's just put this all on the table. Antibiotics are a great tool. In yeah. the right context. Right, but they certainly don't do anything for viral. Right. And and so in your immune system is really, the major part of your immune system is your gut. And you have good bacteria, tons and tons of bacteria in your gut. So you take an antibiotic, it kills that bacteria. And I think people kind of realize that, you know, the whole probiotics, probiotics, and people kind of understand that. But when you wipe out the gut and you take a little pill... Um, it just doesn't replenish. And I think I read one study where it takes like a year to replenish it if you take one round of antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the, the general fear that people have, and, and myself included in, you know, when kids get sick and, you know, Blaine's asking every once in a while, she'll get to the point where it's like, okay, when, when is that line? When do we finally take them in? And the hardest conversation we always have is we know what their treatment is because 
they have their tools for treatment and it's drugs or surgery. Mm -hmm. So we know if we go in, the recommendations are going to include some type of drug, maybe an antibiotic, typically an antibiotic, maybe a steroid of some kind, and those all have side effects. So it comes down to what are you using as your tools to help the body. So with us and our kids, when they do get sick, and let's just use the example last, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, uh, Grady came down with a, a high-grade fever, and we, based off of the symptoms, diagnosed him. Again, diagnosis is just a, a name that they slap on symptoms, right? So croup would be the, the diagnosis, and so it was the the cough and the, the trouble breathing and that type of thing, and um, it was definitely labored breathing, especially when he would lay down and, and rest like that for a while. And so what did we do as the treatment? So first thing, um, and I, I think I should cover this a little bit more in depth before I go into what we did for him, um, but we talked a little bit last time about, okay, if you're going to do natural health, right, you can't go half in because you're always going to have to fall back on the medications if you're only going half in. Right. You can't dabble in it and say, well, I only took one round of antibiotics last year, I and mean, most of the times I was living a healthy life. Well, you've got to be all in, and you got to and you got to think that way. And so um, that's how we always have done. It's, it's like, okay, so the body's not working properly. Why? 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 And it's not because they're short of antibiotics or something like that. It's because something is not functioning properly. Right. And that's the key with natural health care is asking the question why and getting to the root cause. So for the kids when they for our kids when they get sick and, and Grady was our example two weeks ago, very first thing I did was checked him. Why? Because that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And this is the biggest part of natural health care is you have to have a fully functioning nervous system. So if you want to do natural health care for your, for your kids, chiropractic has to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And like I've told patients here, is health is a recipe. So like if you're making chocolate chip cookies, chiropractic is the flour. And yeah, you can put in some chocolate chips and that. You need all the other ingredients too. To, but the main ingredient is chiropractic because everything happens through the nervous system. The whole body functions. If you put good products into your body and your body can't digest it because the nerve supply to your stomach is weak, it don't matter what you put in it. Right. And the other part of that is it has to be specific chiropractic. This Gonstead method that we use, we try to be as specific as possible because we know that that immune system is dependent on the nerve system to function. To give an example, how many people have you helped with acid reflux? Tons. Countless. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had a new patient in this morning, and he's been going to a chiropractor for a long time, and I started asking him, he had middle back and lower back issues and such, and and I asked him, do you have any trouble with your stomach? And he goes, well, yeah, I've had acid reflux. I take Prilosec every day for years. I go to a chiropractor, and it's like, okay, well, I haven't looked over his spine yet, but I can almost guarantee if we can find the exact which one, he'll probably get results. And with. we've heard that story. For oh. us, we hear that story time and time again. It's like, okay, yeah, you've tried chiropractic. I get that. Mm-hmm. But has it been specific? How mm-hmm. specific? Because it matters in your results. Exactly. So with a sick kid, it's even more important because they're fighting something off. It's an infection. Usually something like croup is viral. So we, you know, it's something where we don't want to take them into the ER because we know what the treatment is. We know mm-hmm. it's antibiotics, and that's not going to help a viral infection. Exactly. So what we try to do is, okay, let's see what we can do to help him, first of all, function normally with the nerve system because that's going to regulate everything. And here's an example. This was an article. Um, just saw this one. 
uh, the other day, the research suggests that spinal adjustments may have a direct effect on certain aspects of immune function. And this study showed that when the thoracic spine was adjusted, the respiratory burst cycle of white blood cells was enhanced. Pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can go through article after article showing these kind of um, changes after adjustments. And so, you know, we're not going to claim to treat this and that. We're just trying to get the body functioning better. And we know the nerve system controls the immune system and helps fight off an infection, whether that's bacterial or viral. So with Grady, um, checking him, I believe it was it was somewhere in the middle back. It was T6 through T8, somewhere in that range. Um, and I believe I did find one up top uh, around C2. And so I adjusted those two, and we did everything we could do to help his lungs stay open. So we actually had to stay up a little bit that night. You know, mm-hmm. as Blaine and I took turns, or, and we'd sleep in the chair, and Grady was more upright. We wanted to sleep with him so we could monitor him. Uh, we had a humidifier in there to try and get some of the um, the air a little less dry so that he could breathe easier. And then we'd sometimes we'd take a trip over to the freezer, honestly, because the cold air and just kind of letting his lungs experience something different to kind of open things up a little bit. And then we go back to the warm, moist humidifier to try and just get the lungs hydrated again. So, Making sure that he was hydrated was another one. So that's mm-hmm. the other thing is fever is not as dangerous as people think. We talked about the, the function of a fever, but the danger in the fever is when they become dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And so making sure that the, the child is drinking water throughout this process of having a fever and fighting sickness is super important. Okay, and with the fever, I just want to address a couple of things. So how high would you let the fever go? I mean, yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Everybody's going to listen to this. It's high. Give me the number, Doc. Give me the number. <laughs> Um, yeah, usually we'll, we'll let it go really high and, and, you know, people are freaking out anymore with 101 degree fever. Well, well, going, just for reference, going through chiropractic school, they said 105 mm-hmm. was yeah. the point. So if you want a number, I, I'm not going to sit here and say a number, but that's what we learned going through school, but it's really just staying hydrated. Mm-hmm. Even, Letting the body do yeah. what it's trying to do. And if it's trying to kill the organism with the fever, let it kill the organism. Don't bring it down. The other thing I wanted to address there is like you talked about doing C2 and T6. And sometimes you can only do one of those two, um, you know, and sometimes you can get by with doing them both. And, and, you know, you decided to do that. And that's a doctor's job. It isn't a prescription where you adjust one. For instance, the other thing I was thinking of is the old timers used to talk about T5, T6 as being the temperature control system. Mm -hmm. Because so many times what they used to do is... I mean, I'm talking 50, 60 years ago, they used to go to people that had the flu, they'd go to their house, and the person would get a you know, fever, and it'd go way up like that, maybe it would get to 104, 105, and they'd check them, and sure enough, around T5, T6, they would find that it needed to be adjusted, they would adjust it, and it would come down a little bit to maybe 103 or so, and they would keep regulating or that, I don't know if regulating is the right word, but monitoring that monitoring area. that area, and they would bring the fever down. And how many times have we seen in our office a kid has a fever and we'll adjust that area, and by the time they leave, they're breaking it. And they're not the ones bringing the fever down. I mean, just recognize what's happening is they're clearing the nerve system. They're the mm-hmm. ones removing the interference, and then the body regulates. Mm-hmm. The body knows exactly what temperature it needs to fight off that bacteria or that virus. And, you know, with Grady, the reason I adjusted both areas, because I won't always. Typically, I won't, when they're sick, mix systems like that. Because mm-hmm. we've talked about that. But it really is the doctor's feel because in that moment when I have my hands on my son and I'm trying to do what's best for him and I'm feeling a subluxation in his upper neck and that 
C1, C2, that brainstem area, I felt the need to clear it. And as soon as I cleared that, everything was loose and moving freely. Um, and that's that's just my choice, and I know my son. So Well, you're being the doctor. Right. That, that's what a doctor does. He has to make those decisions. And when we talk about systems and when we adjust C5 and up, it usually affects the parasympathetic system, which nervous system, which slows things down when you adjust that area. And you adjust from, like, C6 down to L5, you adjust that area, it seems to speed things up. So... A lot of times if someone has high blood pressure, for instance, we'll, if you find two areas like that, you'll just adjust the parasympathetic and see what it does mm-hmm. first. But there are times when you need to do both. Mm-hmm. And the doctor, with experience and with the findings, you just figure out sometimes I'm going to do both. And it's, it is a feeling. You get so much experience through the years of adjusting the systems individually that you know, okay, this isn't clear yet. Something's not right yet. And sometimes it's you get experience with that patient. Right. You know, that patient. Because there are times. There are times that I've adjusted my son with a fever, and all of a sudden the fever goes up and it gets higher. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's that's different. We need to do something different now. And we've talked about this Gonstead system of analysis. We know if things get worse, we're one too high. So that's why monitoring and adjusting multiple times throughout the day, or at least checking multiple times throughout the day, is so important with a sick kiddo because if things do go worse after adjustment we know we need to get back down below that and adjust one segment below to let the body regulate again and it did it's like the fever comes right down or you might need to work on a different system but you you compare that to most chiropractic it's just rattle 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 up the spine or just the lower back one way just it the other way too and and so if they come in and get worse now what do i do oh shoot yeah and there's there's just no plan after that it's like okay do i not adjust them do i adjust the same thing do i and, it, you know, it's not specific. And so when you're specific, you can make adjustments, quote adjustments, changes in how you're adjusting and um, make a big have difference. Have a plan of action. Yeah. Just have a plan of attack so you know if this doesn't work, I'm doing this. If this doesn't work, I'm checking this. And you go through your checklist as opposed to just doing things from a random standpoint. You just have no idea what's going to work, what's not. So, Yeah, I was meeting with a guy here um, this week and, and – um, we were talking about our jobs and such, and, and I said, um, you know, I, I find at the end of the week, I feel like I went through finals exam week. And the older I get, the more it's that way because it's constantly thinking about each patient. It's not just doing the same thing with every patient, rattle it this way, rattle it that way. Every patient, you got to think about which one I'm going to adjust. And, and so you're studying, you're looking at the film, you're looking at your scope. Let's see, that reading is down quite a bit. And, and last time, and it's weird how you can remember. Mm-hmm. You know, I've see, we see quite a few patients, and it's like three days later, and wow, that reading's down. And they're like, how do you remember that? Yeah, And, and it's just, just no, you're focused. You're, right. you're in the zone. You're focused on what you're doing, and you're doing things with attention and purpose, as opposed to just going in for a job and just randomly crack, 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 you mm-hmm. know. And it, as we as we keep going in these years, that's why they call them practices. We get or should be should be getting better each year. Mm-hmm. And I I find that in myself, and I see that in myself. So I, you know, I look back to my first couple of years in practice. And I'm like, man, I wish I could see some of those people again. I, mm-hmm. I I know I'd get results with some of those people that walked away, maybe not getting the results that they thought they should get, or maybe not the results I thought they should get and knew I could get, mm-hmm. but it just didn't have enough time. And as you get better and better as a chiropractor, it takes less time to get results with people typically because mm-hmm. you're finding the subluxation more precisely, you're correcting it better, you just are more effective over time. Mm-hmm. And so 
that's what the Gonstead system allows you to do is get better over time. Here's another um, article, Dr. Erwin Kaur, MD. Um, this is the journal Plenum Press in New York. Um, but anyways, it said, by releasing stress on the nerve system, chiropractic permits the immune system to function more effectively. So again, going back to that communication of the nerve system. So back to my example with Grady. Um, so another thing we used is a essential oil, breathe, and that just something to, to help um, maybe put on the chest, kind of like a menthol type feel to it to help open the lungs a little bit. Um, we made sure before he went to bed he had his probiotics and vitamin C. So that that's really all we did. And within... Uh, by the time he woke up in the morning, his lungs were at least 60 to 70% better. Um, his fever was not quite gone yet, but by the time noon rolled around that next day, his fever was gone. Um, the next night, I, the rest of the day, he was running around with the other kiddos, chasing around. Mm -hmm. So he was he was acting fine the next day. And let's see, he's two? I just turned two. And then um, that night, you know, he, we still kept him up and, and slept upright just because we wanted to make sure that we were monitoring how he was doing um, because you do have some nerves when the kids are having trouble breathing so we slept up with him again upright and he was his breathing was at least 80 percent better that next night he was still having a little bit of raspiness in his breath but the next day it was gone so within 36 hours 30 hours as opposed to having fevers treated with Tylenol and going through rounds of antibiotics and weeks of going through fevers and respiratory stuff. And then they get sick three months later and they have to get the antibiotics and again right. and again and again. And or they get something different, a sinus infection afterwards or mm -hmm. you know whatever it is because they're weakened in the immune system. So it was whipped in 30 hours, 24 to 30 hours, and he was back to normal. And, and I'll say this, the, the people that do that, the antibiotics and again and again, they just don't have very healthy kids. And sometimes you can just see them when they come in the door. They have dark circles under their eyes. and It's hard to explain to people. It is. You can just see it. Oh, that kid's been through a lot. His, his immune system is not functioning properly. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, you get into it, and yep, that's exactly what's going on. And But the proof is in the pudding. I know my wife and I used to get into some big fights when we first had kids because I was taught all this in school, and I was excited to practice it on our own kids and and I saw results at the office but my wife she didn't go through school and she didn't hear all this stuff and and there was some things to read but there wasn't a lot like now there's a ton of stuff you can find books and stuff on the internet and all kinds of stuff to support it but back then there wasn't that much and so when our kids did get sick there was kind of a battle like when you know it was kind of that when would you ever take them to the doctor yeah. well when the body's failing there are times what medicine is really good at is rescue medicine. When my kid breaks an arm, well, I can't just yeah. adjust them. They need to be rescued. Right. There's certain times where they can, they need to be rescued, and I call it rescue medicine. But if the body is working and fighting things off, let it do its yeah. thing. And the proof is in the pudding. And so after she started seeing the results and started seeing other people, well, their kid's sick and it's sick, and now they went in for antibiotics and they're getting worse, you know. Pretty soon, she became even more adamant about it than I was. Mama I mean, bear. Yeah. And, um, and so, not just for her own kids, for other people's kids. Because right. we all hurt for those people. Mm -hmm. We all do. We, we hurt for those people that are looking for answers, and they're, they've followed the medical route, and they've gone through antibiotics and medications, and it's only gotten their kids sicker. That would be miserable. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine weeks on end of sick kids constantly and trying to figure out why why are they not getting well. Like right. that just breaks my heart. And I, Blaine's the same way. My wife is, she told me going through school like, 
our, our whole stance on vaccines. We're not going to get into that in this podcast and medications and natural health care. She was like, I'm not against it, but you're going to have to prove it to me. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you can prove it to me, I'll be on board with you. And all she has to do is just watch it. And, and watch. It, and it, it's crazy and how, she did. We, how it works. We studied together. We At Palmer, we would go to seminars and we would sit and listen to speakers and doctors talk and research and we went through our own research as we were pregnant with our first child, Keegan, and we ended up having Keegan with a year left in chiropractic school. And gosh, it was like we were on the same page by the time. And we still had those moments. We still had those moments where it was like, do we really believe what we've learned? Mm-hmm. And you just have to trust that the research is finally showing it where you can trust a lot easier now. Mm-hmm. But you have to experience it. You have mm-hmm. to allow their body to do the work. Otherwise... And the other, the other thing that's happening, if they watch any TV or listen to the radio, it's constant bombardment from pharmaceutical companies. And, you know, that's everybody should do that. And everybody around them is doing the antibiotics. And, you know, I remember our kids would have an ear infection or something, and and other parents would be like, well, you're not taking them in. You're not taking them in. You're a bad parent. Yeah. It's like there's peer pressure. <laughs> And um, so it was always good to get around other chiropractors and reinforce your beliefs and your and that kind of thing. And and we we will gladly be that for you. If mm-hmm. you don't have any friends that have tried this out, and you're all on your own on an island trying to figure out new answers, and you want to try this natural standpoint, we will be that support and that backbone for you because mm-hmm. we've been through it so many times. And yep. we have a large community here in Seward, even where there's a lot of we call them crunchy mm-hmm. and crunchy moms. And different people that have really experienced the life-changing benefits of natural health care and chiropractic and are all on board with it. And so we can really get you in and connect you with a network of families and moms and dads and people that are on board with it. Because that's huge, too, is just having the support, people to ask questions to, what was your kid like during this or this? Have they ever experienced this? That's huge. Yeah, and that, that's so exciting to us is because... When we were raising our kids, when you guys were really young, there just wasn't hardly anybody else that thought like us, and now there is. There's quite a few people that are really interested, really trying to do it, and, and there's a support group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we want you to know that you're, you're not alone. Um, if this is something you want to try, we want to partner with you and, and be able to help you along that journey. So uh, make sure to contact us. Um, I mean, if you can Facebook message us in the, the office Facebook page. Call the office. Uh, we would be happy to sit down and do a free consultation just to talk about maybe some of the experiences you're having with your child and how we could help and do an evaluation that way. But, gosh, it's it's so rewarding once you finally get on that journey and you realize there is a better way than relying on medications and seeing kids sick all the time. Mm-hmm. Our, our kids really don't get sick that often, and when they do, boy, they whip it really quick. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's such a breath of fresh air and, instead of having to – go through it for weeks and weeks and, and well the other thing is fear you just see this in parents yeah. oh my god my kid is sick and they have this fear you know like are they going to end up in the hospital are they going to you know all these different things go through their head and and they're just living based on fear and, and when our kid gets sick it's just there is no real fear you know you just right. know well they'll get over it pretty quick and yeah. sure enough they do and it's happened so much that you don't think anything of it anymore yeah there's a better way so this resonates with you make sure you like um, on the facebook page when we post these podcasts make sure you like it and comment any other questions or things you'd like us to go over any specifics and uh, share the podcast with friends family members friends of friends because that's the only way we get outside of this little bubble that we have in seward nebraska is we want to try and spread awareness of basically a better way to to take care of sick kids and, and create a healthier future for them. This is Dr. Tyler Hackbart. 
and Dr. Daryl Hackbart, bringing you the Gonstead Chiropractic and Wellness Principles so you can live the best life possible. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.